0: You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number nine. Today, I will be taking a trip down memory lane through the year of 2016 and walking through all the things that worked, the things that didn't quite work, and how I was able to have my most profitable, exciting year in business, all while working smarter, not harder. Oh, and I'll be sharing my three big goals for 2017. Are you ready? Here we go. You're listening to The Goal Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop-style business podcast for creative girl bosses, so you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work, and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Hey friends, it's Jenna Kutcher, and I'm so excited about today's episode because today I'm going to be sharing what worked what didn't work, the biggest lessons I learned, and what's ahead for the new year. Now, it's almost the new year, which is absolutely insane to me, and I feel like it is so important that we as humans and business owners and dreamers, that we just take a step back and assess how things went this last year. I know that I am someone that is always on to the next thing. And I sometimes hate looking back because some of it is a little painful to look back to. But what I've really learned this past year is that it is so important for reflection, to analyze, to celebrate, and to really just take a step back and look at all that was done, even if it wasn't always pretty. And so today I want to share... A little bit of a behind the scenes look into my business. And some of you might have been following for a while. Some of you might be brand new. And so I just want to point out that I am always an open book. If you get me alone with a jalapeno margarita, you better be ready for me to just spill all of the beans because I love to just open myself up. And so I'm going to talk about some things in this episode that might make most people feel a little awkward, but hey, we're all friends here. Come as you are, right? So. Here we go. I'm not usually a person that loves to do goals and resolutions, but I just think that in moving forward and when you move forward, it is so important to acknowledge where you came from and what looked really good and worked good and felt good, and also the areas that need a little bit of work. And one of the really cool things that I realized when preparing for this episode was that it took me a little bit longer to think about what didn't work. And I think that's a sign that you're on a good path, because usually we're the first people to say, oh my gosh, that was an epic failure. But I actually kind of struggled in that. And so we're going to start where all good things do, what worked for this past year. So first things first, when I started as a wedding photographer, I was on this upward trajectory. And what that trajectory looked like was more, more, and more. And so my first year of shooting full-time, I did 25 weddings. And then the next year I did 27 weddings. And then the next year I did 30 weddings. And I had told myself that in order to be successful, you had to take as much as you could, you had to fill your plate up. And it was kind of like Thanksgiving dinner where you fill your plate up so much that you feel like you might explode after and you highly regret that extra piece of cornbread, you know. And so... Last year, I made a very serious decision after dealing with a lot of stress and anxiety and things that just weren't characteristic to who I am, that I was going to cut back. And I wasn't just going to cut back a little, I was going to cut back a lot. And so I cut my workload in half and served only 16 clients the past two years for weddings. And one of those things, that decision really just paid off so big time for me. And This past year, looking back, doing 16 weddings again was amazing. It was such a blessing. I felt like I was fully invested in every single couple and every wedding. And it really made it not seem like I was gone every single weekend and missing all of summer. Because those years that I had that high volume of weddings, man, I don't even really remember them. I'm pretty sure they were a blur of anxious ball of nerves, which is what I was when I was shooting that much. And so that really worked well for me this year. And moving into next year, I'm actually going to cut back even more. While I am obsessed with wedding photography, I want to also preserve my time with my family. And I've really just shifted the way that I look at how time is being spent. And while I absolutely wish there were more weekends in the year to shoot more weddings, with Wisconsin weather, it makes it really hard. There are only a few months that are open for shooting because I hate shooting in the snow. And so so next year I'm cutting back even more, but we'll kind of talk about what else is going well and how that's going to look for me. The second thing that went really well for me this year Is I finally learned how to delegate and I'm going to share a little bit more about that with my biggest lesson because they tie together and go hand in hand. But I took on a mentor at the beginning of the year, which really just helped me learn how to launch things. And then I ended up hiring Caitlin, who is my right hand girl, my brand manager. She does so much for my team. Caitlin is now coming on full time in the new year, working solely for me, which was a huge decision, but one that I can't imagine not making because every single day when I get to work with her, even if it's remotely, I just feel so blessed to have somebody that cares about me and my business in the same way that I do. Now, along with the wedding photography, I also hired my very first associate, which was a really hard decision. I had never felt like I could trust somebody enough to serve my clients the way that I love to serve them. And for me, it's all about the experience and feeling valued and loved and seen and heard. And I met Courtney when she second shot with me this year, and I knew that she would be a perfect fit. And she was the one that actually proposed the idea of becoming an associate. And so while I will be serving less clients, clients with wedding photography. Courtney is going to help so that I can serve more. And so I'm so excited about this extension because it not only gives us the ability to serve more clients, but it also helps people in a different price point, get their Jenna Kutcher experience With Courtney. And so that's super exciting as well. Now, I also took along people and brought them alongside of me for different things like launches and a website overhaul and all of these other things. And so I got to work really closely with a lot of contractors this past year, and I learned how to delegate and outsource in some of the biggest ways possible. While I spent more money than I could have ever imagined in the past year. I also made more money than I knew was even possible. And I really attribute that to the incredible team that I have alongside of me that is serving my business and loving my clients and helping me focus where I am best in my business. And I'll give you a hint that's not in my email inbox or in doing support or technical things. It's really in teaching and serving and loving well. And so hiring a team was the second biggest change and win for me this past year. And I just can't wait to continue growing and developing that team into individual leaders and just helping people pursue their dreams through working with me, which is awesome. So the third big win was that I was able to grow my email list by tens of thousands. And it's kind of crazy because a year ago, growing an email list was not on my radar. And over the past year, I have seen firsthand the importance and the direct correlation of your email list and your bank account. Crazy, right? But here's the thing. My email list is not just a way I've been driving profits in my business, although it is the number one way I do that. It has been a means of serving a giant audience every single week with free content, with information, with education, with inspiration. And it's been such a fun way to grow and foster a community. And so a year ago, I hopped on a call and I had a business coach and he said, um, hey Jenna, how big is your email list? And I said, wait, what? And I said, well, I have like tens of thousands of followers on Instagram. And he said, well, you don't own them. Instagram does. And so that really lit a fire inside of me to figure out what all this hype was about email lists and to figure out how to grow mine. And now we have it to where it is growing almost a thousand subscribers a day. And it's funny because ever since I started going on my email list, I started seeing all of the strategy behind it and how to implement new things and how to serve people in really intentional ways ways while growing your email list, because here's the thing. It's not about the number. It's about the quality. And so we've been able to foster this incredible community through serving. And my email list has absolutely been the number one transformative aspect of my business over the last year. And my biggest regret is that I didn't start growing it sooner. So another thing that went really well, and it was just a whole new world, was launching (laughs) I feel like we see this word everywhere, all over social media. I'm so excited for my launch. What is a launch? Well, I had had courses in the past that I basically emailed out my tiny, small but mighty email list about, but I really went for it this year in launching new courses and challenges and ideas and a podcast and all of these crazy things that hadn't even been on my radar we did over $1 million in core sales over the past year, which is absolutely insane. $1 million dollars in sales. And it's crazy because I have grown so obsessed with the world of launching. I absolutely love it. I study it. I look at all the little tweaks and I look at how I can serve my audience regardless of if they buy a course or not. My biggest goal is that people attend my trainings or get my emails or see my freebies and they say, "I cannot believe that Jenna is giving this away for free." That's my biggest goal. And so over this past year, I had never done a traditional launch. I had never done a single webinar. I had never launched anything the way that I'm doing it now. And to see how that has evolved and transformed and grown over this past year is absolutely crazy. Now, alongside of that is we have been able to bless other people so much through that. We have been able to pay for two complete water projects in third world countries to provide water that is fresh and clean for communities. We've been able to sponsor children and help out in our neighborhood and do all of these things that we don't even share about. But I want to tell you that we're not out here in Wisconsin living large. We're really just trying to pay it forward and bless other people with what we've been blessed with. Now, another thing that I'm so excited to talk about, because you are here right now, is that we launched a podcast. And again, this probably wasn't even on my radar until the fourth quarter of this last year. And so it was something that I had thought about, but I thought never, I will never do this. It's not for me. Good for other people is just not for me. And finally, one day I was in the shower where all magical thoughts come because obviously you don't have a pen and paper. You can't write anything down when you're soaking wet. And I got out and I said, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. It's not going to be perfect, I don't have a studio. I record in my car parked outside of our house, but I'm just going to do it because it gives me another way to serve people. And so we launched this podcast and it hit top 10 in the business charts on iTunes within a week. And I would love to say that that is the glory to me, but it's not. It is not in the least. Glory be to God, like who just said, Jenna, go for it. Go for it. Forget perfect and just take a chance. But also glory be to you guys because... You have become this community of people that rise up around whatever it is I'm dreaming of doing. And you are the ones that say, go for it. And we will follow and we will support and encourage and share. And so thank you. Thank you for making that happen. And I can tell you honestly that the podcast has been one of the first projects in a long time that just fires me up within. I love doing the interviews. I love teaching. I love every Wednesday or Tuesday and Thursday now in the new year when a new episode drops. And speaking of which, we are going to test it out, going to a -a two-a-week show, which means double the work for me. But it has been so much fun, and it's been encouraging to just share education so freely. And so coming up in January, we are going to go to Tuesday and Thursday. And try it out and see how it goes. And it's called a little experiment. But what a win to be able to launch some things so fun and so new and so absolutely different than anything I've ever done and just have it be a success and to have it help people. That's awesome. And then lastly, what went really well is I really was able to set more boundaries in work and life. And it's really impacted the way that we live and there's still so much room for improvement. Oh Lord, there's room for improvement. But I think in expanding my team and really narrowing my scope within my business, I've been able to live a little harder and a little fuller. And so I've been able to actually shut the office doors at the end of the night and really peel myself away from my computer. And I've been able to leave my phone in the kitchen and hang out on the couch with Drew as we fall asleep, watching the voice or dancing with the stars And it's also just really freed me up to be more present with my family and my friends. It's allowed me to do things like go to Greece with my mom and sister or go to Finland with my grandparents and not feel like I was falling behind. And so much of that gratitude goes to actually having a team now that I am not the only one trying to juggle all the balls and make sure they stay in the air, that I'm able to just stop And rest and recharge and come back feeling more excited and invigorated than ever. And so definitely setting more boundaries and sticking to them and really just fostering a full life and not just a life full of work has been a really big win. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more to claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of hundred dollars or more. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. So enough about all the good stuff, right? I mean, I guess there's never enough of that. Let's talk about what didn't work. And this is like, ugh, you know, come on. But I want to share openly the struggles that this last year had and kind of where it leaves us, because I think it's so important to acknowledge that stuff. I know it's really fun and easy to celebrate all the good stuff, but it's so important to say, well, this didn't quite work, and here's what we're going to do moving forward, or um, maybe is there a way that we can get that off of our plate? So. Something that didn't quite work for me was having downtime. And here's something funny about me. So I am one of those people that will always be like, once this is done, I'll have downtime. Once this is done, I'll have downtime. And guess what? I always end up filling the downtime with another new project or idea. And I love to think that my brain functions at a higher level where I just never stop thinking. But I really struggled this year to shut my brain off. And so while I was better at having boundaries, I would often find myself almost anxious because I'd have an idea and all I wanted to do was just grab my computer and start implementing or going for it. But I was really trying to be present. And so I love to be caught up. Like I would rather work a full pull an all-nighter. I can barely pull all dayers, but I would love to try and pull an all-nighter to catch up so that I could fully rest. And I struggle with resting when I know there's work to be done. And so one of the things that I just really struggled with this year is that I would set aside time as downtime and and I would start to fill that downtime because I was actually giving myself space to dream and think of new things, which is exciting. And that's a giant perk of having scheduled downtime. But I also wasn't respecting myself to hold myself accountable in giving myself that downtime. And I, I just struggle With knowing what downtime should even look like. Like, downtime to me is watching an episode of Project Runway uninterrupted. That's downtime. I'm not the kind of person that can sit around and watch, like, a full series in one sitting. I get too antsy. My brain starts working. I get ideas. And so that didn't quite work. Another thing that was a bit of a struggle this year was that I traveled a lot. And while that sounds awesome, I know it does, and I can't believe I've even saying this, I had a goal to not be gone as much. And it didn't quite work out that way. I was all over the country, even the world, I guess, speaking at different workshops. I had a few shoots that I had to travel to. And I also did some vacations, which was amazing. And while I absolutely love traveling, I really don't like traveling alone. And it got really old and really hard for me to say goodbye to Drew and the dogs in the house and hop in my car and know that I'm going to another empty hotel room and sitting in the airport all day alone and eating Chinese food all alone. And it kind of got a little lonely. And it's so hard because social media makes traveling look so glamorous. And, you know, you see the destination but you often don't see the journey and I want to just be very intentional with how my travel looks in the upcoming year so that I'm either doing more with Drew alongside of me, which we'll share about, but also that I am really making sure that wherever I'm going, I'm not isolating or feeling alone. One month this year, I had four different trips. So I was gone every single week. And of those four trips, I was alone for most of it. And so it can be a really hard space for me to go to because I really do thrive on the comfort of home and I also just thrive on comfortable relationships. And so while I absolutely adore traveling, I am going to be a lot more aware of what I am saying yes to and what I'm saying no to because Even those days out of the office that are spent at an airport, like that puts you behind and then feeling behind makes you stressed and then stress makes you anxious and it can just turn into something more than it should be. And so next year, I'm going to be a little more intentional with my travel schedule and make sure that I'm not flying out more than twice a month. And even that sounds like a lot right now. Another thing that didn't quite work as well as I would have loved it to was that I didn't really get to invest in my own education very much because I was so focused in serving others and creating for others. And so I did hire a business coach at the beginning of the year, but it was literally for about a one month and then that commitment was done and then I kinda went on my own way, which was a blessing, but this year, I really wanted to be able to consistently invest in myself and my own education and not focus solely on just serving others. Because in order to serve you the best, I have to be the best for myself. And so this coming year, I joined a mastermind group. And I'm so excited about it. It's with other top level entrepreneurs. It's with an unexpected leader. And we are doing in-person meetups as well as monthly calls. And I'm just really excited to have accountability and also to just grow my scope. And one of the coolest things was, is when I was looking for a mastermind to join, I didn't want to join one with people that were in my industry. I think we can learn so much from people in other industries. And so In joining this mastermind, it was with a man leader, which is something that I didn't quite expect. And it's also with just people in all different industries. And I'm so excited to just grow every month and to really tackle bigger topics and talk about what's next and focus on growth and growing our lives and not just our businesses as well. And so I'm really excited about that because this past year, beyond listening to podcasts, I wasn't really able to invest in my own education, whether that be courses or mentorship or whatever that looks like. Another thing that I struggled with, and I feel like you might be able to relate, is I really struggled in sticking to a food plan or a healthy eating lifestyle. And after we miscarried, I was really serious about getting my body back on track. I felt really confused and frustrated and You know, my body had been through a lot in the three months that I was pregnant. And so it was just a really strong disconnect between how I was feeling and how I was looking and where my mind and body were meeting. And so. I struggled really hard to stay consistent on eating well. Food has been something in my life that is either used as a reward or as a punishment. And I realized and acknowledged that I had a really unhealthy way of looking at food. And so when I got on a food plan, I was awesome. I was feeling so much better. I was listening to my body and as things got busy and as I was traveling, I just kind of fell off the bandwagon and it was such a disappointment. And something that's been hard with that, but also exciting is that my husband is incredible and he is so healthy and he just really lives that lifestyle out. And so it'd be so frustrating for me because I'd be watching him eat his grains and his chia seeds and whatever healthy people eat. And I'm over here like, give me all the carbs. I just want carbs. I want comfort. And so uh, moving forward in this new year, when we share, I'll share in a minute about what Drew's going to be doing, but I'm really excited to get back on track with eating well and listening to my body and just looking at food as fuel and nothing more. And how can I give myself the best fuel? And so it's something that's such a struggle. And it's funny because when you work from home, I think people love to imagine like, you can make these gourmet lunches because you have your kitchen there and you're like, give me the lean cuisine or quick, let's make a mac and cheese box for lunch and I'll eat the whole thing because I hate leftovers and whatever crazy things we tell ourselves. And so, it's just been one of those things. And it's funny because I am so consistent with working out. I never miss a day. I work out five days a week. That is part of my routine. And so I've realized I just need to make healthy eating part of my routine and really stay on top of food prepping and planning and stick to the plan. So that's something that's coming ahead in the new year. And then another thing that I really struggled with was keeping a planner. I was that kid who made their planner look beautiful, but I wasn't. I was up to date or current on that. And so this year I'm so excited. To just use a planner and use it well. And I've been using two different things to plan for the new year. One of them is a the start planner from Christy Dickerson. And the second thing is power sheets from Laura Casey. And both of those ladies are guests on Gold Digger Podcast. And both of those resources has really helped me to set goals and to stay on top of things and to look at where I'm at and where I'm headed and also to just map out what everything is going to look like. And so I really want to get better at staying organized in terms of a planner so that my team knows what I'm doing and where I'm at. Um, but also just so that I can rest my head and rest easy at the end of every day. And then the last thing, That I really want to work on, or that didn't quite work out for this year, was that I wanted to make meditation a part of my everyday. And every night before we go to bed, we read a devotional and we pray together. But I wanted to take time to train my brain on how to rest and how to be present. And it's something that I genuinely struggle with. My brain is just always reeling. And I've been one of those people for so much of my life that's just like, well, that's just how my brain is. But I, actually believe now that i can change and i have the power to retrain it and so meditation was something that i'd set my eyes on and put down as a goal and i kind of struggled with but there are some really good apps out there that can help with meditation and so going into the new year it's something that i want to put into my practice and to pencil into my schedule and even just 10 minutes a day to really help me focus and be present and acknowledge the things that i'm thinking but also not let them caused me to take action at all times of all days. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. On to the fun stuff. What is coming up in the new year? Now, when I was writing this down, it was absolutely crazy just because... Looking at the past year and probably the things I was thinking of just a year ago, it is so different. And it's so funny because when we live our lives, it's so easy to feel like nothing changes and we're stuck in the same place. But it's kind of like when you haven't seen a kiddo for a while and all of a sudden they're like a foot taller and they're speaking in full sentences and you're like, whoa, what happened to you? That's kind of how I feel about looking at what's next for the new year. So the first thing I'm so excited to share is that my husband, Drew, is leaving his job as a wine salesman. And before you say, aw, yeah, he's had this job for five years. He got it right after we got married. And it's been an amazing job. He adores the people he works with so much. They have become really good friends to him. But a year ago, Drew and I were sitting in Hawaii. And I remember I just stared at him and I said, what would you do if you could only do one thing for the rest of your life? And Drew said, I want to inspire and encourage people to be healthy and happy and to live in their best bodies possible. And not just the way you look, but the way that you feel. And ever since then, we have been taking baby, baby steps into growing him a business that will allow him to leave his job as a wine salesman and pursue his passion. And so it is exciting to announce that Drew is launching the Kutcher Method, and it's going to be at-home workout resources and meal planning and recipes and challenges and just ways that you can live a healthier and happier and fuller life. And he's also going to be doing one-on-one consulting for people that need more personalized approaches and or accountability. And so I'm so excited. And with him leaving his job, we decided to do something a little crazy and we're going to record an entire episode about it, but we are going to Hawaii for an entire month. (laughs) So we are going to spend all of February, February 1st to March 1st in Hawaii together as a somewhat of a sabbatical and a celebration of this new chapter of our lives. And also as a redemptive trip, because it was the place that we found out we were pregnant and the place that really changed our lives. And while our lives don't look how we thought they would, there's still so much beauty in it. And so Drew will be leaving his job early in the new year. And then we will be packing our bags and going to Hawaii for a full month of rest and relaxation and enjoyment. And we're not really going to be working too much while we're there, maybe one day a week. But we're just going to spend time reconnecting together, reading books, hanging out at the beach, maybe learning to surf. And it's one of those things that sounds crazy, right? Like you're like, oh, must be nice. But we had this goal I wrote it down probably a year or two ago that my goal was that I wanted us to just live somewhere else for one month out of the year, every year, even when we have children. And I figured, what are we waiting for? Why are we waiting for this? And while it sounds crazy and daunting, we have found that the cost of living in Hawaii for one month is almost the same that we paid for a 10-day vacation there last year. Because we're not staying at a five-star hotel. We're not going out to eat every night. We're not doing all of these crazy excursions. We're just going to be. And so... It's one of those things where life is just so short and nothing is promised and we want to inspire people to acknowledge that and to live as full as you can and so we're so excited we'll be sharing a ton about Hawaii and what we're doing there but it's a huge thing that's going to change the way that our next year looks and on top of that Drew is going to be working from home as well and so with that we acknowledge that that can really change the dynamic of our marriage and our relationship and so we are signing up with a Marriage counselor because our marriage is so great right now and we are just so happy and content. But I understand like I have worked from home alone by myself for almost five years. And so having another person be home and changing the routine and all that can really impact us. And I want our marriage to stay our marriage and our work to stay our work. And I know that when it comes to mixing those two, it can get really complicated. And so we want to stay at the forefront of what our marriage is and what it's built on, while also learning how to work together as a couple. And so I'm really excited, but there's going to be so many changes happening in the new year, and that's one of the biggest ones. So another thing is, is like I said, we're going to be changing the podcast to two times a week as a trial for the month of January. If you are enjoying this podcast, can I ask you one silly, shameless plug? We need as many reviews as we can on iTunes in order to stay at the top of the charts. And the reason why this is so critical is that running a two times a week podcast is going to be double the work for me and my team. So not just recording the episodes, but creating the show notes and linking up the opt-ins and publishing it and getting it all set to go. It all takes a lot of work and time. And so if we're going to go to two times a week where we're delivering double the content, and if you are enjoying the show and just really benefiting from it, if you could take just a few minutes today and leave a review on iTunes. It would really help serve us and serve our audience in a way that allows us to be heard and seen in so many different businesses and lives all around the world. So shameless plug there, but we are going to two times a week. So Tuesdays and Thursdays in the new year, which is so exciting and kind of crazy. So we're really recording a ton right now. I also got the craziest email the other day and I'm still honestly sitting on it because I'm not sure if this is something that will be coming in the new year, but it's a possibility. And with that, I would love to share it with you. So I got contacted by a publishing firm that is very interested in me writing a book. And I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth because It's something that I've always thought about, but again, I never felt like I was the one being called to do it. I thought, you know, there's all these other people writing books out there. It seems like books are the new blog. But when I got on the phone with her and heard her heart and her vision, I really just opened my eyes to the potential of what that could look like. And so to be determined, um, but it was really encouraging to hear that they were interested in writing a book and not just one book, but maybe a few books and what that looks like. And, None of that would be possible without being able to serve such a large audience through my email list, through Instagram, through Facebook, through this podcast and reaching such a broad audience and in sharing my heart in my life and all the things I've learned along the way. And so we'll see. I'll keep you posted if that becomes a reality. But right now it's just a dream and it's a crazy one and it's something I never expected or imagined. But to be approached by a publisher is just such a crazy honor and I'm excited about the possibility I have no idea what it'll look like, but maybe I'll uh, let you know when I do. Also in the new year, We have some new courses launching, which is so exciting. Um, In January, we'll be launching an email marketing course so that you can start growing your email list uh, the way that I have been able to over the last year. And so that is so exciting. I can't wait to share more content. We're going to be doing a whole episode all about why growing your email list matters and how to use it. And so that's happening in January. And then we have the Instagram lab, the photo lab, we have all of the courses. We'll be going up again. Again, And every year that we launch, they just are bigger and better courses and they get to serve more entrepreneurs, which is amazing. So this past year, we had over 2000 students within our courses and what a blessing to be able to pour into the lives of other people We'll also be doing more puppy rescuing. So today, as I record this, we currently have a zoo of four dogs in our home. We have two little puppy brothers who are wrestling in my office named Finn and Belvedere. And we just love rescuing puppies. It's something that's on our heart. We love to foster and give them all the temporary snuggles and the home that they need before they find their forever home. And so we will definitely be doing more of that. And that brings me to the biggest lesson I learned this past year. And this lesson is a good one to be sharing on the podcast today because it really changed absolutely everything for me. So when we found out that we were pregnant in Hawaii, it was a shock, like a total shock. We had definitely thought about trying, but we weren't officially trying quite yet. And when we found out we were pregnant, it was like, holy crap, this is real. It's happening. Oh my goodness. But deep down in my heart, I feel like God had been preparing me for a loss. And it's so weird to say that because I don't necessarily know how or why or what that looks like, but it was always on my radar. And Drew and I, the night that we found out we were pregnant, had conversations and said, if I lose this baby... I really want to share it. I feel called to share it. I've seen so many people struggle through miscarriage and done so silently and felt guilt about it. And they weren't sure if what they were feeling was normal. And I knew that if that were the road that we were going to walk, that was something that I was going to do. And so when we found out that we had lost the baby and I had to go in for surgery, It was a time in my life and business that changed so much for me. I was exhausted. I was emotionally spent. I was grieving. There was so much happening around me and I felt like I was in this dark, dark place. And in that dark, dark place, I learned that I had my grip so tight on my business that my hands were clenched so tight around every aspect, every facet of my business that I was afraid to loosen the grip even for a second. And when you face something that is really life-altering or changing, everything shifts into perspective and everything becomes a little bit more clear. And I had been so resistant in asking for help because I was so prideful and I'd built this and it felt like mine and it felt like only I could do it. And when I finally let Caitlin in to my business and I said, you can just take a little bit off my plate. That would be great. But once I started to feel that freedom and to understand that I had built something bigger than myself that wasn't going to crumble if I took a day off or if I needed a week or a month off or whatever that looked like, I really started to understand why we do what we do, but also the beauty in asking for help and seeking it out. And I felt like once I loosened my grip just a tiny, tiny bit, my hand was opened for so much more. And so while that loss was definitely one of the hardest things we've ever had to go through. It was this turning point in our lives that really made us look at what we were doing and what we were working towards and how we were working and say, this isn't exactly what I want for my life. I mean, when we found out we were pregnant, it was like, holy crap, how is my business going to function? How am I going to be a good mom and a good business owner and a good entrepreneur? And with Drew, do you really want to be slinging wine in grocery stores when we have a new baby? Or do you want to be home so that you can love on this baby and we can do this together? And it was this turning point, this catalyst in our lives that really made us take a step back and say, what are we doing Why are we doing it? And where are we going with this? And as we close out this old year and go into a new year, I would love for you to think about what is going to be a catalyst for you this year. What is going to be that thing that just changes your entire world? And even if that thing is something as awful and as heartbreaking as a miscarriage, when you can take a step back and acknowledge that that thing changed everything around you, that there's so much beauty in that and how amazing to trust the uncertainties of life to a God that is certain. And I know that not everyone has the same belief system or faith as me, but when I look back over this last year, I see the impact that that baby made in so many ways, in so many lives. And in simply sharing our journey through that, we have watched so many women feel a little less alone. So many couples feel a little less like that darkness is going to last forever. And there's been so much beauty that has come out of that. And so as we close out this wonderful, hopefully inspiring podcast episode, I challenge you to really take a step back and look at your life and look at this last year, and look at what good has come into it, and what not so good has come into it that may have created something good, and where you are headed, and what lesson you learned that you want to take with you in the new year. And I would love for you to share these things with me, whether you hop over to the show notes at golddiggerpodcast.com, or go to my Instagram, or just let me know where you're at right now, because As we go into a new year with a beautiful fresh start and the ability to change our lives even more, I want to challenge you to really make sure that what you're working towards is something that fills you up from within and that you are passionate about and excited to wake up every day and go after. And I also want to make sure that the life that you are living feels just as good as it looks on Instagram. And so what an incredible year 2016 has been. What a blessing to be able to share all of these things with you here on the new Gold Digger podcast. And what excitement do I have for this upcoming year and all of the changes it brings? And I just want to thank you so much for joining me on Gold Digger Podcast. And we created a freebie as a way to help you assess where you're at and where you're headed. So if you go to golddiggerpodcast.com, You can find the show notes for this episode with a free download that will walk you through how to create your own year-end review. And until next time, I will see you in the new year, my friends. I hope that you have a blessed start to 2017. Thank you so much for joining me on this crazy journey we like to call life. Thanks for listening to Gold Digger. Dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. You gold-digging dream chaser, you.